0: Welcome to the Life and Legacy Show, where we discuss all things elder law, estate, and legacy planning. Hosted by certified elder law attorney, Tim Seckler, from the Seckler Law Firm. And now your host, attorney Tim Seckler. Welcome to this week's edition of the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm, where great families make great plans. My name is Tim Seckler. I am your host on this radio show. Each and every week where we talk about all things estate planning, elder law, asset protection, taxes, long-term care expenses, how to plan for the things that may get in your way of, of having a successful retirement, of making sure that you live into old age without um, running out of money, leaving a legacy to the kids, leaving a legacy to the kids that matters and isn't going to be spent and blown on a red sports car. What are the things... That we can do to protect ourselves, our families. We deal with real life issues that affect your life and legacy. This is the Life and Legacy Show, uh, and uh, it is sponsored by the Secular Law Firm. My law firm is uh, headquartered in Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania, where we do wills and trusts and estate plans for people. We do uh, cases when a loved one ends up in a nursing home and they're trying to protect their life savings, and we Honor your loved ones when you lose them um, by working and in, in providing great services uh, in our post-death administration department. So, on this show, what we do? If you're new to the show, we try to provide educational information that you can use to help um, protect yourself, your finances, your family from from you know the wolves out there in the night that would that would like to try to take your things from you, your dignity from you, your money from you. Uh, and try to put legal protection around you and your stuff. Uh, and, and so we use this show to teach you some things. Now, I have to give you the caution. Do not make any decisions, legal or financial, based on what you hear on this or any other radio show. This show is for your education and information. Uh, if you have a legal problem, you can find us anytime for help at sechlerlawfirm.com, S-E-C-H-L-E-R, lawfirm.com, or give us a buzz at 724-547-4227. Now... <clears throat> I have a question for you this week, Uh, and this is a tough one. This is going to mess with you a little bit. Um, And, you know, what we're really dealing with here is um, how are you going to be remembered? What is going to be your legacy? You know, in thinking about estate plans, here's sort of how I think about what we do at the law firm is I think we all go through life uh, living – our own story, so to speak. We're all kind of the primary character in our own life's movie or life story. And we go through these different experiences, these different chapters, our childhood, adolescent years, education, uh, perhaps secondary education, perhaps getting married, um, perhaps having children, perhaps a career, perhaps nonprofit work. What, whatever it is that you do for fun, whatever it is that you do per, for, for a profession, I, I can look back on my life and like sort of draw a line of of like the major life events it went from this one to this one to this one to this one that got me to where i am with my family with my profession with with what it is that i do and i i think that we sort of all have this kind of lineal story that we can look back on you can't really see much of it going forward like we don't know where we're going but we can look back and we can kind of tell a story and i i think that in doing so we all want to find some meaning in life and we all want to to know that it was all worth it. You know, when when you consider work, we get up, we work for decade upon decade. We go to school, we get educated, we get a job, we start a business, we do whatever it is that we do, we serve our country, we work, we work, we work for decades. And during those decades, we're doing other things. We're raising families, we're doing whatever it is to you. And we're trying to have this story be a good one. We want to be known for doing something. We want to be known for being the fun guy. We want to be known for our philanthropic work. Sorry. We want to be known for um, what we've built, the kids that we've raised, whatever it is. And we're working And what a lot of us want to do, at least it seems to me like a lot of my clients seem to want to do, is they seem to want to leave a legacy, Okay, so I want to I key in on this word a little bit, legacy. What is going to be your legacy? How are you going to be remembered? Now, we could look at it a couple of different ways. <clears throat> One is we could, we could spick, speak strictly about the finances. What is the financial legacy you're going to leave your loved ones, your kids, your nonprofit, whoever you're leaving your money to? What, what is the dollar amount? What are you going? And then a little bit deeper, though, is what does that mean? You know, if I could leave my kid a $100,000 inheritance, what, what does that mean? Does that mean a red sports car? Does that mean he gets to buy better beer? He doesn't have to drink the cheap stuff anymore? Or or can, can I raise my kid in a way that he can do meaningful things out there in the world? Could I provide my child, even later when he's an adult, with... Um, An inheritance that can that he can use to better the world in some way, or to simply better his family in some way, and and do meaningful things with it. and And I like to talk a lot with our clients about what does this potential inheritance mean to you. It's not just dollar signs on some sheet of paper. It's what it means to the kids. And, And here is is really what I think it comes down to for a lot of people. I want my kids. ...to have a better future and more opportunities than I had. If I can leave this money to my child, perhaps my child isn't going to have to work the extra decade. Perhaps my child isn't going to have to miss so many ball games. Perhaps my child isn't going to have the back problems I have because of the type of work I had to do. Perhaps my child can, uh, can get through the financial difficulties that break up marriages. Perhaps by leaving money to my kid i can leave a better future for my kid right so that's the financial part right uh to me it seems and and this is why it it breaks my heart when i see people going broke because of things like taxes excessive fees nursing home costs because we don't work our entire lives to accumulate stuff to to save on others spend to accumulate a nest egg so that we lose it all to a broken government rule book when we pass away or when we get sick. That's not what this is all about. If that's the deal, I'm not in. I'm not going to save my money just to lose it to the dementia I'm pretty sure I'm going to get because three out of my four grandparents had dementia. The other one passed away at age 52. All right, So I don't like my odds of being 107 years old and clear thinking. I just don't like my odds. And I'm I'm trying hard to raise a family and save money and build a nest egg, but I don't want that nest egg to be lost to my potential future long-term care costs. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take action to protect myself. I'm going to take action to protect the money for the benefit of my kids. And I've shared on this show before uh, my grandfather's story about essentially going through a pile of money in a nursing home. I went through a pile of money in a nursing home. And... I do some work in a local community where he lived, and I meet people that knew him. And, you know, one of the things that that I really just despise about the entire situation is, yes, he lost a lot of money. And that's bad because of all the reasons we just said. He doesn't get to leave it to people, uh, his family members that could do better with it and have better lives. The money's gone, right? Some of the money's gone. But... What I really don't like is that when I meet people that knew him, they almost always say, boy, that's a shame how that ended up. When people speak about him, they don't talk about his World War II service. They don't talk about the fact that he lived on a farm for 70 years. They don't talk about the fact that he owned a school bus company that took kids to school. They don't talk about his, his work with the nonprofit. They don't talk about any of that. What they talk about is the fact that he spent all this time in a nursing home. And I really just don't like that that's part of his legacy. Like, I, he's bigger than that. He was bolder than that. He was a risk taker. He 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 took action. But people don't talk about it that way. And, and so I really think that the estate planning lawyer's job, what my job, what my team does, is we are sort of – the guardians are the co-authors of some of our clients' most difficult chapters. Right? We help to continue to tell this story when life throws us a curveball, right? when a disability occurs in the family, when a death occur- occurs in the family, when a divorce occurs in the family, when long-term care issues arise in a family, when lawsuits occur in the family. Those are those are. Curveballs that life throws at us that significantly change the course of what our family's story is, what my personal story is. But a lot of these things can be planned for. If you take the time to think about it, become educated on it, we can plan for what happens if one of my children becomes disabled, God forbid. We can talk about what happens if someone dies before me. We can talk about what happens if I need long-term care and how I can protect my house and my money for my my spouse or for my kids. We can talk about Lots of different ways to handle these tough issues so that we will be remembered not for the negative things that occurred in our life, but for the positive things we did while we were here. Uh, And that, to me, is at its core what estate planning is really all about. It's about making sure that whatever you've worked for and whatever reason made you work for it is protected if life throws you a curveball, like a death, divorce, or disability. And so um, lots of attorneys, lots of estate planners, lots of clients, lots of people in general just tend to think about the will and the money. You know, how much am I going to get? Um, how much is how much are we leaving Johnny? And, and I, I think it's deeper than that. I think it is, okay, we're leaving Johnny this much money, but what does that represent? And is there any rules and conditions we can put around the money to promote good decision making is there any rules and, and issues we can put around this money to make sure that it's not blown on alcohol drugs whatever the vice is um, how can i make sure that if my kid goes to a divorce that the money stays in the family rather than being lost to that divorce or rather than being lost to some lawsuit and and this is this is the key issue you know estate planning when done well does not just answer the question who gets the money when i pass away Estate planning, when done well, also answers these other tough questions, these other issues, these other things that come up. Like, if I pass away before my wife, but my wife is not well, do I really want to leave her all the money so that she just loses it to the nursing home? Is that is that the way that we should really be planning, or should we think more comprehensively about this? And, you know, these are the types of things that we deal with in our law firm. These are the types of things that I do this radio show to teach people because— I really feel like when people stop and think about this stuff, and and I will give it to you that this stuff is not fun to always think about, right? But if you stop to think about it and how you want to be remembered and what you want to have happen with your treasure when you pass away... Usually, you probably want to answer more than just the question, who gets it, right? And so that's what we teach you here. That's what we do in our estate planning workshop. So if you are unfamiliar with the law firm uh, or just tuned into the radio show, you're listening to the Life and Legacy Show, which is uh, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm. Um, My name is Tim Seckler. I am your host. You can find out more about the show and more about our law firm at SeclerLawFirm.com. S-E-C-H-L-E-R lawfirm.com. Uh, and while you're there, register for one of our upcoming workshops where <clears throat> we get you in a room and we talk to you about estate planning and we talk to you about the technical stuff, wills versus trust, revocable trust versus irrevocable trust, how to protect assets from long-term care expenses, how to be savvy about taxes. We go through all of the technical things, but I, I really hope that the key takeaway that a lot of my clients get when they um, have have completed their plan is that I know we're going to be okay. I know that if I get sick, my spouse is going to be okay. My kids are going to be okay. I know that if something happens to one of them, we plan for that appropriately. I know that we're okay, and I don't have to leave sleep anymore over what would happen if this and if that. Um, and and I just think that, that that's, like, the key essence to this whole thing. Now, I want to move on from, from – The financial legacy in the the more traditional estate planning documents like wills and trusts. And I want to talk about something else that you should be thinking about, uh, at least in my opinion. You should be thinking about what are you doing with your stories and with your photos and with your videos. And what do I mean by stories? Well, I want to tell you a story. Um, So I have this video that my dad did uh, when i was like 12 years old it was old vhs videotape over his shoulder type video camera and i was hanging out with my grandfather who is since deceased and my grandfather was flipping through an old family photo album and my grandfather was probably the only person alive who knew the people in the photos in the photo album Uh, and he was flipping through and he said you know this is me and my cousin and my other cousin and his girlfriend and we were on you know we were driving around at 16 years old or this was this is my aunt on the farm in 1920 or this was um this was my first car or this was you know whatever the stories were and and some of these pictures dated back to like there were horses and plows in in some of these photos and and my grandfather was able to um to identify people or at least identify where it was taken and who it probably was And while my grandfather was videotape, while my grandfather was explaining the photo album to me as a 12-year-old, my father was standing behind us recording the entire thing on a VHS tape. And so now that VHS tape can be converted into a digital format. No more tape now. It lives on a computer. And that video can be shown to anyone into the future. It's not going anywhere. It, It is stored online in the cloud and it's not going anywhere and so now when the time is right i can show my kids a video of their grandfather their great-grandfather rather sharing stories about his great-grandfather um and we are living in a time for the first time in human history that that is possible only in the last what 50 years have have people had uh the ability to do any at home video work um and it was 8-tracks and there was VHSs and then, then we had like DVDs or, or however the thing is, but now everything is on your phone everything is instantly going up to the cloud and everything is not going to fade the tape is not going to get lost it's not going to diminish in quality the CD's not going to get scratched it is going to be around and when you think about that I think in another 20-30 years there's going to be an entire industry around this but I think for you right now what does this mean it means if you pick up your phone and you go to the photos there are probably dozens and dozens and dozens of pictures and videos of you and your loved one that most of which no one but you has ever seen and there are software services out there where you can upload these photos and put terms and conditions around who gets to see them later, meaning when I pass away, who's allowed to see the videos? Who's allowed to see the pictures? You know, there is no family photo album anymore. It's all in the cloud. And so I really want to encourage you to not only take the photos and the videos that you have and and find a format, we could help you with this, but find a format that allows those videos and those photos to be shared, but I also encourage you, to do the thing that my grandfather and father figured out was that you should record yourself telling some stories. Because your head is full of treasures. It's full of stories of your youth. It's full of stories about your grandparents that nobody else knows. It's full of stories about your siblings that no one else knows. Um, And if you pass away, those stories are gone. But we have the ability right now to record stories in video format that are going to be able to be shared for generations. Um, and I can't go back and ask my great-great-grandmother how her day was or how it was living through the Depression or World War One. I. I cannot go back and ask those questions. I can't go back three more generations where I can track family members in the Civil War. I can't ask them about that time period. But... Um, I know what questions I would want to ask, and it might make sense that our great-great-grandkids would want to know the same questions, right? The COVID-19 pandemic, 2020, is going to be in history books, if they even still have books, but it's going to be part of the lesson, right? So why not record a video now about your experience living through the lockdown, living through the pandemic, because that is going to be very interesting material to someone at some point in time. And I want to encourage you to think about this and to to tell stories, record the stories, find a format that we can share them when you pass away um, so, that, so that your great-great-grandkids can get to know you. You cannot go back in time and get to know your great-great-grandparents, but your great-great-grandchildren can know a thing or two about you if you take the time to do it. And what an interesting gift. And, and to me, in a lot of situations, that's more important than the money. That's more important than, um, than leaving a financial legacy, is leaving a legacy of this person who, who lived. You know, I was I was speaking in front of a group recently about this stuff, and I asked the group to raise their hand if they knew their mother's maiden name. And 100% of the people raised their hand. And I said, great, put your hands down. Now, raise your hand if you can tell me your both of your grandmother's maiden names. And about half the hands went up. And I said, okay, great, put your hands down. And I said, raise your hand if you can tell me the first name of all eight of your great-grandparents. And not one hand went up. And mine wouldn't either. And I find this remarkable. I find it crazy to think that in three generations, our own families will not remember our names. And this question has really been messing with my head ever since I stumbled upon it. Uh, you know, and the thing that I continue to come back to is, well, okay. So what is the thing that we can do considering the world that we live in today and the technology that we have today? I don't know that that's going to be true forever. We could leave stories and photos and videos that people can look up. You know, it's, it's kind of like you can do this sort of reverse com thing. You know, there's a great level of curiosity out there for people looking up their ancestors. Why would we assume that our... Um, that our future descendants won't have the same curiosities about us. And why make them look through old legal documents to find stuff? Just tell them the story. Uh, and, and this, to me, just makes a ton of sense. And you can find out more about it by chatting with us. If you are uh, interested in anything that I'm chatting about here, you ought to check us out at seclerlawfirm.com S-E-C-H-L-E-R, lawfirm.com, where we make great estate plans for you. And what is a great estate plan? A great estate plan is not simply a will. That's a document. A, a great estate plan is a is a set of documents that are coordinated with your financial affairs, your beneficiary designations, your home, your different things to make sure that this this legacy, this financial legacy you're going to leave to somebody is well thought out. yes, it gets to the right places, but also contemplates what happens if someone has become disabled, died before me, becomes divorced. How are we going to plan with those issues? That's a plan. A plan A plan deals with life's twists and turns, which most people out there, when I ask them what they have in a state plan, they answer the question, yes, we have a will. Mm. That might not do it. That might not be an effective estate plan because your life is too important. Your legacy is too important to only answer the question, who gets the stuff when I pass away? If it was just about who answers the stuff when we get away – when we pass away you can do it a lot simpler but that's that's not really what most people want what most people want is some some feeling that that going to the mill going to the factory going to the store going to the school for 40 years was worth it um And the money is just how we keep score. It's it's the treasure that is left over because we did that hard work. And we want the money to get to our family members so that they can have a better future. But in order to do that, we have to plan for the curveballs that come. And I implore you to consider that a lot of us are going to end up with health care needs. And the health care system that we have in this country for seniors fails our seniors every day in that most people that end up in nursing homes have to go broke as a result of the process. Sixty-five percent of nursing home residents are on Medicaid, which means they're essentially broke. Um, And I don't work every day, and I don't think you probably work every day, to have that be the final chapter of your story. Uh, And so I implore you from a legal standpoint, take step, take action to protect yourself, protect your treasure, protect your house from these harsh government rules that require you to go broke. That's recommendation number one. Recommendation number two is take a second, take more than a second, take some real time to record some stories and to organize the videos and the photos that you already have to leave those to your family members who will be curious about who you were. They will be. They're going to want to know something about their grandfather or their great-grandfather or great-great-grandfather. And we have the technology available today to answer our great great grandkids questions and to get it to them in a format that will not diminish it will not tarnish it will not get lost it will not fade it will be there and do your your family the honor of telling them who you are and who you were and why you did it all Um, and i appreciate you listening remember this show it's for your education and for your information. I hope you found it interesting. I hope you found it worth your while. But please do not make any legal decisions based upon what you heard on this or any other radio show. Uh, this is for your education and information. If you need legal help, you need to hire a lawyer to help you with that legal problem. Uh, and you can find my law firm anytime at sechlerlawfirm.com, S-E-C-H-L-E-R, lawfirm.com. Or you can give us uh, a call at 724 724- why 4227 when you do go to the website check out one of our upcoming workshops they're always popular, they almost always fill up Um, and uh, you're going to learn a lot of helpful stuff. So I appreciate you listening to this week's show, uh, and I look forward to seeing you here at the same time next week. This has been the Life & Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm, where great families make great plans. SecularLawFirm.com or call 724-841-1393.